Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success Harbor Podcast with George Mazaros, where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi, everyone. This is George Mazaros with Success Harbor, and I have Dave Hermanson with me. Uh, Dave is the man behind storecoach.com. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Dave. Uh, tell me how and why you started StoreCoach. What were you doing prior to that? And, you know, why StoreCoach? Why not something else? Well, really, for since 2003, uh, I, I've been big time into e-commerce and just really enjoy, uh, you know, the e-commerce business model. And um, we've, we, now that I'm teamed with my brothers, I mean, I, I did, I did a few stores prior to teaming up with with my younger brothers and and now um 7 8 years later we we've done over 60 successful e-commerce stores um and really the way that storecoach.com came to be was we we did uh we did a few digital training courses where we actually taught our basic process um prior to storecoach but they were really just like one-time purchases they were more like ebook digital product purchases um and and that really led us to to the idea of store coach which is more of a permanent uh portal a permanent e-commerce community that people can be a part of and remain a part of rather than just going through a training course and being done with it okay okay um you know, I, as I was doing research for for this interview, I uh, I, I watched your uh, yeah, interview on Fox Business, and um, you know, I just was wondering how you managed to get on Fox Business. Uh, you know, for 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 us that are building our businesses out there, uh, what is your suggestion for that? Well, when I I, I don't want to I don't want to take too long telling a long boring story but a, a kind of a summary of of how I started to to you know into e-commerce and and got to that point of actually being interviewed um on Fox News um I in 2003 me and my brother were buying used books from our college bookstore and reselling them to folks that that were using those books as part of their curriculum um, on other campuses. So we were basically marking up the books, selling them for more elsewhere. Um, and that kind of, that kind of led us into e-commerce when that, when that opportunity kind of dried up, when the publish publishers started buying back the books, um, we, we really went, we, we went to the web looking for more information on buying wholesale so we could, you know, sell for, for a marked up retail price. And that kind of led us to e-commerce. Our, our first our first couple stores were kind of flops. We didn't know anything about SEO. We didn't know anything about marketing, really. Um, we just set up Yahoo stores and, you know, squeaked out a couple sales a month. But it was just kind of barely, barely covering our costs. And we came to the realization that we really, really needed to understand SEO and marketing better. And I basically spent two years after that just learning SEO really, really well. Um, and then when when we came back, and actually I was solo at that point because my, my brother that I originally started with was doing his own thing, I started a, a store called Everything Birds. It was located on bird-cage.com, bird-cage.com. Um, 
I really, really, really knew SEO at that point, and it took off just right out of the gate. I mean, I I, I bought the domain name that that I used for eighteen hundred dollars, and its first its first twelve months of existence, I did a little over a hundred thousand dollars in profit. So I mean, it went from two years prior to that, barely covering our fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a month in costs, to almost doing $10,000 a month in profit. And we ultimately uh, ultimately decided to sell it on Flippa and ended up selling it for $173,000. And somebody from the New York Times just happened to be looking for people that had, quote-unquote, flipped a website for a, for a big profit. So one of the owners of Flippa actually put that that uh, journalist in touch with me and they interviewed me and we ended up being on the front page of the business section of the New York times. And that got so much attention that we ended up being on Fox news and some other, some other pretty big news shows nationwide and, and, and dozens of additional paper, you know, newspapers and magazines. So it all kind of stemmed from buying bird-cage.com and then selling it for almost two hundred thousand dollars two years later. And what what year did you buy that? Um, I think it was sometime in two thousand five. Um, so in about two years, from two thousand five to two thousand seven, right? You basically, built that business. Now, do you think today in two thousand fourteen, if I buy a domain? Um, can I do what you did? Can I replicate in 2014 what you were managed to do like seven years ago or so? Oh yeah, yep. All all the concepts still apply. I mean, we're still doing it to this day. So uh, that that wasn't an isolated incident. We we've done it dozens of times. Um, and obviously, obviously, every success isn't isn't a two hundred thousand dollar gain you know, inside of 24 months. Obviously, you're going to have some singles and some doubles along with those triples and home runs. Um, but, I mean, we, we've sold we've sold a handful of sites for over 100,000, so it wasn't an isolated incident. Yeah, in, in the uh, Fox interview, um, on the screen, I don't know if this actually came up, but on the screen it says you made 213k in 28 months selling flipped sites. So what are some of the skills uh, that that we need to have to be able to, you know, to make $200,000 plus flipping websites? I mean, you mentioned SEO. Um, you know, maybe you can elaborate on that and maybe some other skills that you think are important. Yeah, yeah. Um to me, I mean, to me there's a difference between quote unquote flipping websites and building successful websites, you know, successful e-commerce stores because we don't really our, our intention has never been to necessarily flip websites. I mean, for a while there, it was kind of just assumed that once we built this thing up, we would sell it off. But um it's kind of it's kind of funny that we we've, we've gotten this this reputation for being website flippers um and and we constantly have people coming to us asking us you know for information about flipping websites but it's never really been our intention really we just 
we just build successful e-commerce stores. And the fact that they the fact that they are worth so much money in such a short amount of time um, is just because we're building sound websites. I mean, we've actually just to give you another example of, of a true flip, um, we did a paintball website. I believe it was it was either right before or right after that that birdcage website. We we bought an age domain name for two hundred dollars. It was Jerry'sPaintball.com, and within within ninety days, it was making five or six thousand dollars a month in profit, and we sold it for sixty thousand, like barely three months after the day we bought it for two hundred. So that was that was like a crazy prototype. Um, you know, website flip. But again, we just built a sound e-commerce store on a domain name that had some strong authority. So I guess, I guess to me, the keys are obviously you need a a fair amount of knowledge about e-commerce and, and just websites in general. But, but the main key points are the, the authority that you have on the domain, we, we usually we usually look to land a, a domain that already has a fair amount of authority, whether the website owner is letting it expire or whether they're selling it for Flippa and and they haven't really monetized it well. We basically we basically spot a domain that has a bunch of authority but isn't worth a lot of money yet, and then we build a good e-commerce store there, and obviously. When you build a, a, a site, you, the big two factors for making that site extremely valuable are traffic and and trust or you know conversion rate factors. So we know how to we know how to increase and drive the traffic, and, and we know how to watch our conversion rate, improve our conversion rate, and just maximize the value of those visitors we're getting to the website. Now, does this also work for, let's say, an attorney or an accountant? If, if you know, they, if somebody wants to build sites for that, I mean, obviously they may, they don't, not going to have e-commerce, but they still need traffic and they still need people and eyeballs looking at their sites. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, we we get asked all the time, will your will your techniques work for an affiliate site, or will they work for you know AdSense advertising sites, or will they work for my real estate website or my my legal website and and the answer is always yeah i mean 95% if not 100% of of the concepts are the same regardless of of what realm you're in it, it, having a sound website that that gets visitors and gains the trust of those visitors is universal it it goes for all types of websites and in terms of, let's say you find, or I find, or somebody finds a, a site on Flippa or or something that's, you know, they, they spend maybe a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars on it, and for them to take it to that level, and I'm not talking about you know two hundred thousand, but let's say take it to like a fifty thousand uh, dollar revenue, how many hours do you think they need to put in, and how much do they have to learn if they're starting from scratch? Yeah, I'm I'm glad you combined the how many hours you need to put in with the how much you need to learn um, because the, those two those two play in you know with each other. Obviously, if you're extremely knowledgeable like like we are 
and and you have resources in place and and you have a checklist of what you need to do once you take over an age domain name and you're and you're completely overhauling it. I mean, we basically most of the time we basically bulldoze whatever's there. We start from scratch. Um, if there was some really good content, we'll keep that content in place within our blog or within our article section. But for the most part, we just start from scratch and and we just get the domain name because of the age and the authority it has. Um, and obviously, that authority is is going to be there from uh, backlinks pointing to the website from other websites on the web, um, and then also social signals. You know, having having a decent social following and and having you know um, those social signals coming into your website. But if you really really understand all of that and know the process really well, you can you can basically oversee. I mean, we're, we we kind of do it on the side right now. Um, our main focus is on store coach, but we we're still able to, you know, do this on the side, just kind of overseeing the outsourced work. So if you really, if you really understand all that and know how to manage all that, you, you can do it in, you know, five, 10 hours a week and, mm-hmm. and be there in just three, four or five, six months. Um, but if you're a total noob and you're kind of learning as you go, you can expect to be in front of your computer every second you're awake for three to six months. So, Good. so it's really, you know, one extreme or the other, or, or you could fall somewhere in between just depending on how much you know and, and, and your experience. Yeah. And I'm glad you emphasize that it's not a get rich quick type of, uh, uh, thing. It's really a business that you're building. Exactly. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, we, we, we despise the, the, the magic pill, you know, click. Yeah. Button just and press rich. here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We can't stand that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I'm glad that, you know, the way you talk about it is, is learning and building a business and, and, uh, not just flipping. And, you know, I like the idea of flipping because I think that with the, all the property flipping going on, it resonates with people, mm-hmm. but it's really about building value, right? I mean, right. just building something that has a real value out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can compare it to, you know, with, a, with a real world example, you can compare the the getting an aged authority domain name with um, if you're looking to let's say you're looking to to open up a, a deli in your in your local town uh, the, the advantages that getting an aged authority domain name give you are basically the same as you taking over a lease space that already has all the fixtures in place and already has a reputation in the community. It's going to have a certain amount of of traffic there and a certain amount of assets there, um, and that's why we like to start with with an aged authority domain name. We can skip that. We can skip that initial six to twelve months of of marketing and, and bringing links and bringing social signals to our site because that's all there already, and we can build off of that. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask you, and you, I think you might have answered this, but. How much advantage do you gain by buying one of these uh, aged uh, age domains? Is it is it a, is it a year? Is it five years? Uh, as opposed to just registering a domain name and starting from scratch? Yeah, I, I would say I would say a good average is like six to twelve months is what we gain. I mean, a lot of our a lot of our stores over the past um, you know seven eight years have actually been stores that we started on our own 
um, domain names. Um, for example, pitchingmachinesnow.com, we registered that new, um, and within a year, I think it was even quite a bit less time than that, um, we sold it for 149000 It was It was up to the point where it was making, I can't remember exactly, somewhere between like six and 10000 in profit a month. So, I mean, you can do it from scratch, and if you really, really want a specific domain name and you really want to brand and get known for that specific domain name, you can do it that way. But in general, a a five hundred to twenty five hundred dollar domain name, if if you know how to scope those out and find those, it usually saves you six to twelve months of, of upfront marketing. What tool? What is if there's one tool to use to scope these domains out? What would you recommend? Um. Well, really, I really I use my eyeballs and my brain. I don't really use any tools. Um, the the top the top two ways, and, and obviously when I say that you're going to have to have a certain amount of understanding. Um, you're going to have to to know how to look at a website and, and do a basic analysis on it. Um, I, I use I use Majestic SEO. Um, and that's just MajesticSEO.com to look at backlinks. Um, and, and you can actually go link by link. And I usually just sample eight or ten links in, in a website's backlink profile and make sure they're not spammy. Make sure they're not um, purchased links or, you know, all footer links or all blog roll links. Um, I just basically watch for red flags like that because you don't want to buy a site that has that has dozens of backlinks that are all total spam, like like you know, the mm-hmm. obviously purchase links that Google's going to frown upon. You you want the backlink profile to look really natural. You don't want you don't want too much of the anchor text saying one specific phrase. You know, you want the anchor text mixed up, and and you want the backlinks to look natural. Um, but really, as far as finding potential domain names to buy, we 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 look at Flippa, Flippa.com once a week, and go through all the sites that are at least a year old and and getting at least 2000 uniques a month in traffic. Um so we kind of cruise through there and look for any diamonds in the rough. And another another great way to look is to just put the search phrase that you're targeting. If you've already decided I want to start a bird cage store, we'll just put bird cages or bird cage into Google and we'll cruise through the top 100 ranking sites and see if there's any underutilized sites. See if there's any sites that look like they're under construction or the website owner is clearly neglecting them, like a blog that hasn't been updated for two or three years, um, sites that don't seem to be monetized. They don't seem to have any AdSense on them. They don't seem to have any Add to Cart buttons on them. They're just not monetized. And those are the type of sites that, that people are willing to give up a lot you know, a lot more often than than a site that's monetized and and is making decent money. Obviously, most website owners know that it's it's worth a lot more than you're willing to pay. So so we look for what we call underutilized websites, and then you can simply go do a who is search on the domain name if there's no contact details on the site, and and find the site owner's information and call them up or. or write them an email and just see if they have any interest in potentially selling to you. Sounds good. Now, how do you find niches for websites to either flip or to build? Are you Do you seek out specific niches that you had good experience with, or it's really more about 
generosities and just, you know, looking for the diamond in the rough. What is your strategy for that? Well, initially, initially it was very, very manual. I, I would actually, I would actually go to like a shopping portal or I would use like a like dropship directory and just go one product type at a time and look at the top ranking sites in Google, um, look at the search volume. Um, so really, really like all things business, all things economics, it's, it's really a matter of supply and demand. The demand is how many times a specific product type is searched for a day. And uh, the Google AdWords keyword tool will tell you that. Um, so if there's at least we look we look for we look for keyword phrases that represent product types. For example, bird cages, parrot cages, pitching machines. Clearly, the, clearly these are keyword phrases that represent some sort of product that someone's looking to buy. So so the first step is finding keyword phrases that represent a, a product type that. And, and you want your top your top phrase or two to total at least eighty or a hundred searches a day, which would equate to you know twenty five hundred to three thousand monthly exact max searches a day, um, you know in the Google AdWords keyword tool. So that, that's your demand. That gives you your demand. You know there's people searching for pitching machines after you look at that information. So the other half of that is the supply, and, and to us. The supply just equals the top 10 naturally organic ranking sites in Google. So we'll actually put the search phrase into Google and analyze, quickly analyze the top 10 websites and see how well done they seem to be, how optimized they are. Do they seem to know what they're doing? Do they have, do they have a good amount of page rank, although page rank's becoming less and less important as time goes on because Google doesn't want to be manipulated. But you, you can really tell um, how well a site is built how how trustworthy it seems um how well they branded themselves how how many followers do they have uh, that's a that's a good modern day social signal for you know for or, or a trust factor a tr uh, uh how well some uh, website is optimized that's a really good factor to look at how much of a social following do they have now in the in the past we did that all manually but we actually a couple of years ago developed our own keyword tool that that does all of that on the fly. So if you put in a single word like bird or baseball or couch or you know whatever whatever you want a single root word in singular form, our keyword tool will spit out a couple hundred keyword phrases that contain that root word, and then you can see the the amount of searches that happen a day in Google in the United States in one column and then we have what we call an MOS or a market opportunity score and the closer that score is to 100 the easier it would be to rank on page 1 of Google for that for that keyword phrase so it's it's cut the time to about 5 or 10% of what it used to take to find a good niche so really now it's just a matter of finding keyword phrase that has intent to buy um a decent amount of daily searches, 80 or 100 or more for that keyword phrase. And then we look for an MOS score that's 80 or higher, and that MOS score just indicates how easily we can we can potentially get on page one of Google organically for that phrase. 
Now, that tool, is it available to um, your clients or customers, or that's just an internal tool to you? Uh, no, it's, it's, ava- it's actually at coacheskeywordtool.com. Um, so it's so it's branded along with with the store coach name, but it does it, it is independent of, of store coach. So um, during the during the free e-commerce training that we give people at storecoach.com, we mention it and we show it. Um, and actually, the very first phase of the of the training that's our first phase is is finding you know finding good a good niche phrase to build our store around. So that's actually where we mention it. Um, and then we give a couple other options for doing it manually if people don't want to buy the tool. I think the tool's like $67 for for lifetime access. So it's not an expensive tool. I mean, similar tools are 99 a month to mm-hmm. use. So. Yeah. Now, when you sell a site, how do you find buyers or are buyers find you? Do you list it on something like businesses for sale or something like that? Uh, or you know the opportunity just presents itself, or there is some kind of a proactive approach there. Uh, well, I mean, for us now, because of our reputation and all that, we we constantly have people reaching out to us and saying, "Hey, can I buy one of your websites?" <laughs> and, and we actually have a waiting list of people that want to be notified when we have something for sale. But um, in the past, we we've always kind of just gone to Flippa.com, just because it's it's kind of the easiest way, even though. You don't really get as much as you potentially could. Um, usually, Flippa is is a little bit lower and and middle range websites, and and you could typically get more if if you know how to seek out a broker and and actually get assistance selling to the right type of client. Um, I would say moving forward, we we have we've discovered EmpireFlippers.com, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yes, I actually interviewed the founder, one of oh. the founders. Oh, cool. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he's he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's Justin and Joe, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, Justin names. Cook and Joe. Yeah, I don't know Joe's last name, but yeah. uh, they're mm-hmm. – Yeah, in fact, we were, just, we were just on one of their podcasts, um, or I was, um, just a month or so ago here. But um, I, think, I think moving forward – we're gonna we're gonna have them sell any websites we decide to sell because they list at a 20 month net profit multiplier, which is about the maximum you can ever get on Flippa. Um, so I, I think I think their their brokering services is definitely worth looking into if you're looking to sell a, a profitable site. Um, you know, so far it sounds like things have worked really well for you, but you know, I want to hear maybe some of the failures or things that haven't really worked out or, you know, because we can learn from that too. What's maybe the biggest mistake that you made or one of the big mistakes that you made in business? Yeah, well, I would say, I would say that most of the mistakes were, were kind of earlier on, uh, before we really, before we really fine tuned our, our seven phase process, because nowadays, nowadays the quote unquote failures or sites that are still worth ten or twenty thousand um, dollars. Those are kind of the the worst case scenarios now, you know, because we we have such a rigorous process that we that we go through that losers don't make it through the gate. Losers don't make it to the build out stage. Um, but in the beginning, when me and my brother Kevin jumped jumped online in in 
uh, you know, 2003 and started learning about drop shipping and e-commerce and, and launched a couple Yahoo stores, we had no idea what we were doing. Um, in fact, one of our, our, our very first store had the absolute ugliest domain name you've ever heard. I guarantee it. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it was, but we, we, we were under, we were under the impression from the from the little bit we had read that it was really important to get all our keyword phrases into the domain name and clearly whoever whoever had published that had no idea what they were talking about but it was it was something along the lines of rc radio remote control boats plane cars trucks and more.com we had maximized the number of characters you can put in a domain name and in search results it wraps onto two lines and it it Literally, you can't get an uglier domain name than we have. The only thing worse is if you hyphenate every word, right? Yeah, which we may have. <laughs> I think we actually probably did. <laughs> but this was like 11 years ago now, so I can't really remember exactly. But we 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 were awful. We had no idea what we were doing at that point. We didn't we didn't know SEO existed. Um, you know, we we obviously understood very 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 basics of supply and demand but we didn't even realize there was anything you could do to increase your traffic really we built yahoo stores we got a tiny bit of traffic because we were your automatic back then you were automatically in yahoo shopping in the yahoo shopping portal for free if you had a yahoo store so we squeaked out a couple sales a month but ultimately we we ended up being morons and accepting what what was a blatantly obvious you know, looking at it now, it was a blatantly obvious fraudulent order. It was for like 10 remote control cars, and these were like $400, $500 cars. So it was like a four or $5,000 order, and the billing and the shipping didn't match each other. And, you know, n nowadays it's so easy to spot, and, and fraud is so few and far between that it's not even an, an issue. But back then, being total newbies... We were like, oh, cool! We just made a four or five thousand dollar sale, and we accepted it, and we shipped out right away. And sure enough, it was fraudulent, and and the the credit card was you know being used by somebody that wasn't authorized, and it got disputed by the original card owner, and we lost our merchant account, and and we basically just had to close shop on both those stores. So so tell me why why didn't you give up? I mean, there are so many people that give up when, when even something smaller happens to their business. Uh, what is it that said, you know what, we're going to, yeah, we, we made some mistakes, but we're, we're learning, we're going forward. I mean, why not give up? Well, really, I mean, we're, we're all entrepreneurs, and our dad has been an entrepreneur our entire lives, so it's just kind of in our blood. And, and if, if, if you give up when, when you have some sort of roadblock like that, uh, 100% of people would fail. I mean – Every single person that makes it has those kind of stumbling stones, you know. Um, so, and I think I think that's just kind of built into us. We just kind of knew that there were going to be there were going to be hurdles that we had to get over. And I took that opportunity at that point. We were basically blacklisted with the merchant account provider, so we couldn't even get a merchant account to process credit cards. So we were we were dead in the water. And rather than pouting and giving up. I I decided to learn SEO. I decided to learn how to you know I I decided I wanted to become an expert on getting traffic to a website and and converting that traffic. So I literally spent 2 years learning how to drive traffic to a website and that that has ended up being the foundation for 
all of our success uh, still today. Okay. And how do you deal with the roller coaster ride of entrepreneurship? Uh, is it something that, or, or does it affect you? Um, it doesn't. It doesn't really affect me so much, but it probably affects my wife quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I decided to go all in on e-commerce, I I had a pretty darn good job at at an electrical engineering firm. Um, I was the I was the senior CAD AutoCAD technician for a pretty good sized electrical engineering firm here in in the Boise Idaho area um and I literally I literally just quit and jumped all in and I didn't really have any savings or anything to speak of um so yeah that that freaked her out and honestly it it kind of freaked me out too but it was just something I had to do I just I just couldn't be in a cubicle day after day anymore now what do you think is a is a one of the biggest time waster for entrepreneurs, especially when they start out in business early on. By far, in my opinion, the 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 biggest the biggest distraction and time suck is lack of focus, being spread too thin. I think I think your average person that that has decided that that they want to make money online, and, and you know they they've seen they've seen dozens and dozens if not hundreds of stories of people making tens of thousands of dollars a month um you know on the internet and i think the average person jumps in and they try a little bit of this and they try a little bit of that and they're trying to do six or seven things simultaneously and none of them make any progress and and, and you're spread so thin you don't really you're not able to really figure out what you're doing wrong in any one of those six or seven things that you're trying so my advice is always kind of look at look at the basics, you know, get an understanding of of affiliate marketing, get get an understanding of of building AdSense or advertising sales kind of sites, uh, get an understanding of e-commerce and and really just decide what you want to focus on and focus on nothing but that. And and you're going to have some you're going to have some failures and you're going to have some hurdles, but learn from them and, and improve yourself so so that doesn't continuously happen to you. Uh, people always ask me when they're starting in, on the store coach training, they ask us, you know, what are my chances of success? And our answer is always, well, if you don't give up, your chances of success are about a hundred percent, because the only people that don't end up making good money from it or the people that get frustrated and give up because, you know, they, they run into some sort of hurdle and they decide to pout and close shop instead of learning from it and, and continuing forward. Now, if, if a, a family member or maybe your best friend would come to you and they would want to become an entrepreneur, what would be the first thing that you would teach them or teach that person? Uh, well, it, you mean if they if they decided to do e-commerce and they basically wanted to do what what we were doing? Yeah, uh, let's say you know I see Dave, you're you're very successful, but I have a job. You know, it's not related to to what you do. What 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 would you teach them first? What would be the first thing you would have them do? The the first thing I would have them do is go through the store coach training, <laughs> because I mean obvious obviously if we didn't have that and it and it wasn't assembled, my answer would be different. I I would say, you know I would say to learn the basics of of, of 
SEO and, and, and social marketing, um, which which nowadays SEO is is kind of branded as a bad thing because Google hates SEOs and and people that people that try to manipulate Google end up getting their site penalized. But for me, when I say SEO, I really just mean networking, uh, how how to reach out to other similar but not directly competitive websites in my market um, and network with them at see how I can help them get traffic and see how they can help me get traffic um, and then obviously content marketing if you have some really really solid content on your website that's unique and adds some serious value to people that are interested in in that topic drive drive some traffic to, to that content even if it's even if it's inexpensive paid traffic, and and links will naturally happen if it's good content and you and you get eyeballs on it, people will talk about it on social websites and on regular traditional websites, and that will get you some natural social signals and, and some natural traffic and some natural links. Um, so that that to me is is SEO and and that's that's really important. And then on top of that, just just some some website basics, you know. How to register a domain name? What is a registrar versus a, a web hosting company? Um, you know how how to look at your analytics and understand your analytics. How, how to um, understand conversion rates and, and what factors on a website drive those conversion rates. Uh, th those are kind of the core, most important things, in my opinion, that people really need to wrap their mind around before they head out and decide that they're going to make money with a website. Okay, and. Do you have a, a role model in business, somebody that you look up to um, that you think, yeah, that person really got it together? Um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not at all like the average, you know, successful entrepreneur that that has read all sorts of self help books and you know looks up to to some specific tycoon. Or, or some some specific guru in in, in a market we we've, we've kind of for the most part we we've really put our process together on our own through trial and or uh, tri trial and error um, and I mean we there, there there have been people that that I follow that are experts on specific topics like the marketing brain trust guys uh, I think I think are really good for for SEO and, and social signals and, and doing natural natural marketing of, of a website um, and there's been a couple there have been a couple SEOs that I've I've followed in the past but I'm not I'm not like your typical entrepreneur that that has you know these one or two billionaires that that I try to live by their guidelines or anything. We've we we're, we're kind of we're kind of stubborn and prideful and, and kind of wanted to do it on our own, create our own path. Well, that's that's a that's a valid point. Uh, do you have any last words of wisdom for someone that either has a website that is doing okay, but they really want to take it to that next level? Uh, we talked a lot about starting out, but let's start, let's you know help somebody out or just give them some last last words on you know I have something, but I want a lot more. What what should I focus on? Uh, really, really, my advice would just be education. And, and when I say education, I don't mean necessarily college or or classes. I I mean I mean learning about 
your specific chosen business model and, and your specific approach. Um, seek out seek out legitimate, trustworthy information on on that topic, and and spend as much time as you can learning because you, you're really only going to get there with the combination of experience and and knowledge. Um, and and rather than rather than worrying about trying six or seven different push button get rich quick schemes, focus on one topic and and really educate yourself on that topic, and then and then you'll really have a better understanding of how to improve as time goes on. When when you have hurdles, when you have an awful conversion rate, you know when you run into those kind of problems and, and when you do things wrong, you're going to understand. What went wrong, and how to improve, and how to help that from happening again. Well, thank you. How can people connect with you? Uh, really, just go to storecoach.com. It's 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 totally free to sign up. the The basic account functionality is totally free. Um, and I mean, we, me and my brothers, the assistant coaches, basically live on the forum. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool, tight knit e-commerce community and i mean like i said uh, our 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 phase-based training it it applies to affiliate product stores too Uh, so i mean if you're already doing amazon affiliate product stores or even adsense websites the vast majority of of what we teach and what we discuss there is is still going to apply to you well dave thank you for your insight uh i i learned a lot and uh it was just a lot of really good information Make sure you check out storecoach.com. Thank you, and hopefully we stay in touch, and maybe we can do this uh, uh, next year to see how your business does then. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for having me, George. Thank you. All right. See ya.